Good morning, and welcome to Simply Startups. It's Wednesday, January 31st. On today's show, Salesforce launches its startup program in Singapore to foster growth and innovation, while Antler leads a $5.1 million pre-seed funding for 37 startups in Southeast Asia. Plus, Standard Chartered and Village Capital collaborate to invest in women-led startups. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Startups. We start off with an exciting development in the startup ecosystem, as Salesforce, the American cloud-based software company, has announced the launch of its Salesforce startup program in Singapore. This move is aimed at fostering growth and innovation for the country's vibrant startup ecosystem. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Startups. So Celeste, what does this program entail for Singapore startups? The Salesforce startup program will provide Singapore startups with access to the vast Salesforce ecosystem. This includes AI-powered products, marketplaces like Salesforce App Exchange, mentorship programs, and joint go-to-market opportunities. The program also offers a robust community for collaboration, fostering accelerated growth and innovation. Startups will also have access to Salesforce Ventures, Salesforce's dedicated investment arm. And who are the key partners involved in this program? Digital Industry Singapore, or DSG, is the inaugural partner of the Salesforce startup program. This partnership will provide DSG's network of Singapore-based startups with access to the program's benefits. Participants will also be part of joint events and conferences to facilitate knowledge exchange and expand their network. How significant is this for Singapore's startup ecosystem? Singapore, home to around 4,000 tech startups and over 400 venture capital managers, has established itself as a leading startup hub. It ranks eighth globally as a favorable startup ecosystem, particularly for its ease of doing business and access to top talent. The ongoing AI revolution presents new growth opportunities for startups, potentially creating up to $215 billion in gross value by 2035. The Salesforce startup program could be a significant boost for these startups. What are the expectations from this program? Sujith Abraham, Senior Vice President and General Manager, Salesforce ASEAN, believes that the program comes at a crucial time, providing startups with the platform, tools, and community they need to succeed. Chani Ming, Executive Director and Head of DSC, also sees the program as a way to strengthen the partnership between multinational corporations and local startups, unlocking new growth opportunities. Has Salesforce launched similar programs elsewhere? Yes, Singapore is the second country to host the program, which debuted in India in December 2021. Since its launch, the program in India has seen participation from over 200 startups, including Yellow.ai and unicorns such as Darwinbox. Sanket Atal, Senior Vice President and Head of Salesforce Startup Program, stated that the program underlines Salesforce's commitment to support the region's startup ecosystem and drive innovation. Thanks for those insights, Celeste. Now, moving from Salesforce's new initiative to another significant development in Singapore, the early-stage venture capital firm Antler has announced its largest pre-seed investment round to date, committing $5.1 million to 37 startups across Southeast Asia. This is the highest number of pre-seed deals completed in a single round in the region. 
Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this investment round? Certainly, David. This round of investment by Antler spans across 19 sectors, including artificial intelligence, B2B software as a service, fintech, and healthcare. It also marks Antler's initial commitment in Malaysia as part of its strategic partnership with sovereign wealth fund, Kazana. What is Antler's strategy behind these investments? Antler is particularly drawn to pre-seed investments in verticalized AI and Industry 4.0 startups that address deep-seated pain points and revolutionize how models and data translate into tangible products. They are focused on helping founders establish a robust foundation for sustainable business models and fostering long-term innovation within the global tech ecosystem. What are the emerging tech trends that Antler is backing? Antler has identified three major trends. First, they expect a second wave of AI startups to emerge in 2024 as AI matures and solutions are tailored to specific industries. They note a greater shift towards building durable businesses in verticalized AI. Second, they see the rise of Industry 4.0 technologies that have the transformative potential to drive all industry verticals. Lastly, they see Southeast Asian startups building hyperlocal solutions with global scalability, capitalizing on the region's diverse and rapidly growing market landscape. Can you give us some examples of the startups Antler has invested in? Sure, some of the startups in verticalized AI include CapGo, a platform to deploy AI agents for fast and autonomous data acquisition, and Zolo, an AI-powered assistant for food suppliers. In the Industry 4.0 sector, they've invested in COEX, a platform designed to maximize capital and operational efficiency in the construction industry, and Seafoodie, an AI-enabled seafood supply chain operator. For hyper-local solutions, they've backed BorderDollar, which provides accessible cross-border trade finance for SMEs, and Finna, a platform for solopreneurs. What are Antler's future plans? Antler has consistently backed over 1,000 startups worldwide since its launch in 2018. The firm's goal is to back more than 6,000 by 2030. They've also made key hires to drive strategic investments in Southeast Asia. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, shifting gears to startup news, Melbourne-based Yume, a startup that redistributes surplus food from manufacturers to businesses and charities, has secured AU2 million in a seed funding round led by Investables Climate Tech Fund. This funding will help Yume solidify its presence in Australia and enhance its technological capabilities. James, can you tell us more about Yume's plans with this funding? Certainly, David. Yume plans to use this funding to double its headcount by the end of 2024, with 75% of this growth dedicated to its technology and product teams. This will help the company prepare for its anticipated international expansion. To date, Yume has raised a total of odd 7 million. That's quite a significant amount. Moving on, Zora Health, a startup offering fertility-related programs and services, has secured SGD 1 million in funding to launch its integrated fertility care and financing platform in Singapore. James, what can you tell us about Zora Health's services? Zora Health offers a comprehensive ecosystem that integrates virtual and in-person consultations, medical concierge services, fertility education workshops for corporations, and fertility financing. The platform's initial services include egg freezing, in vitro fertilization, fertility testing, and consultation services. In later stages, fertility financing becomes available. 
They also offer programs designed for corporate clients, aiming to foster fertility-friendly work environments. Interesting. Now let's talk about Block ID, a Vietnam-based developer of blockchain-based privacy protection solutions for the digital advertising industry. They've secured USD 1.25 million in a seed funding round. James, what are Block ID's plans with this funding? Block ID plans to use this funding to expedite product development, acquire users, and expand into new markets. They're planning to officially launch by Q2 2024, rolling out Google Analytics plugins and privacy-focused financial identity features for users. That's quite ambitious. Lastly, the Singapore-based early-stage venture capital firm Antler has announced the completion of its latest round of pre-seed investments, committing USD 5.1 million to invest in 37 startups in Southeast Asia. James, can you tell us more about these investments? Yes, this marks the highest number of pre-seed deals completed in a single round in the region and represents Antler's initial commitment and footprint in Malaysia. The 37 startups hail from a diverse range of sectors, including artificial intelligence, B2B software as a service, fintech, and healthcare, among others. Antler made these investments based on its conviction in current regional trends, including the emergence of hyperlocal solutions and Industry 4.0 technologies, as well as the shift toward verticalized AI. James, thanks for the updates on the diverse range of investments. Speaking of investments, Standard Chartered Bank and Village Capital have announced a partnership to invest in impact-driven, women-led startups. The collaboration aims to bridge the gender financing gap in the entrepreneurial ecosystem by launching a financing facility to support Standard Chartered's Women in Tech program. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about this financing facility and its primary goal? Certainly, David. The main objective of this financing facility is to provide essential capital to empower women entrepreneurs. It's a well-known fact that women often face more challenges than men when it comes to accessing investment and financing opportunities. This initiative is designed to help overcome those hurdles. What can you tell us about the initial phase of this program? In the first phase, Village Capital plans to invest $150,000 in two women-led startups, the first is Benacare, a Kenyan startup that provides affordable clinical and supportive care to patients with life-limiting illnesses at home. The second is Mighty Finance, a Zambian fintech startup. Each startup will receive $75,000 as part of this initiative. And how has Standard Chartered's Women in Tech program been performing so far? The Women in Tech program has been quite successful. According to Joyce Kibi, head of corporate affairs, brand and marketing at Standard Chartered, the program has provided critical support to over 70 women-led businesses, enabling them to scale their operations to meet international standards. What are the broader implications of supporting women in business? Supporting women in business has a significant economic impact. As Ms. Kibe pointed out, by supporting more women in business, we stimulate more robust and resilient economic activity. Additionally, this support can provide resources that are often overlooked for startup businesses. That was Simply Startups reporter Abby shedding light on the new partnership between Standard Chartered Bank and Village Capital to invest in women-led startups. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Startups. We'll see you back here tomorrow.